Must be a God. I believe it's true. 'Cause I can see His love when I look at You. And He must have a plan for this crazy life. 'Cause He brought You here and placed You by my side. And I have never been so sure. Stand by you in sickness and. 
As the years march on, like a beating heart, I will live these words till death do us part. 'Cause I have never been so sure of anything before, like I am in this moment here. Gives his bride in marriage today. His bride at this time. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you right now, Lord Jesus. We just thank you for this opportunity and privilege to be able to call on your name again, Lord. We just ask your presence within this service this morning, Lord Jesus. We just ask you to be with these.
marriage union is the closest relationship that can exist between two human beings. When a man and a woman decide to join together in marriage, they should do so with full realization of their responsibilities. Marriage is serious business. When two born-again believers know it is God's will for them to marry, they come together before God, before a minister, and before witnesses to join their hearts and lives for eternity. They make a public profession of their mutual love and devotion, pronouncing vows and pledging their lives to each other. As they pronounce the marriage vows in faith, the power of God goes into operation and a miracle takes place. They are united by God and, and become as one in His sight. Their union is threefold. They are joined together spiritually by God, legally by the contract they enter into, and physically when their marriage is consummated. A husband and wife are joined together as Jesus is joined to the church. It is a miraculous union. Derek and Candace, as I read the scriptures from the fifth chapter of the book of Ephesians, I want you both to pay very close attention to the words stated here. They are the words from God's word the Holy Spirit will honor as we stand on them in faith. The world has the idea that marriage is simply a legal contract. It is a legal contract. We don't make light of that. But at the same time, it is a spiritual contract. When the words of faith are spoken according to the word of God between two born-again believers, the power of God goes into operation. There is an actual miracle that takes place when the faith of these two people is released in God's power. God honors their faith and brings them into union together. With these thoughts in mind, listen very carefully to the words in Ephesians. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husband as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be unto their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word and that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. For no man ever yet hateth his own flesh, but nourishes it, cherishes it, even as the Lord the church. For we are members of the body of his flesh and of his bones. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother, and shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall be one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. To the witnesses that are assembled up front, I want to speak these things to you. Jesus said in the 18th chapter of Matthew's gospel, Again I say unto you, that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done of them of my Father which is in heaven. You're not here just out of tradition. You are here for a serious purpose to bear witness forever of the miraculous union that will take place and to add your agreement before God to that which takes place. Don't ever tamper with that agreement. From this day forward, regardless of what comes, you're in total agreement with this union. Don't ever attempt to make it anything other than a happy union. And to the congregation that is assembled here today, in the eyes of Almighty God, these two people are washed in the blood of the Lamb, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. They have prayed, and before the Lord God himself, they believe with all their heart, that is the perfect will of God for them to be joined together in the Spirit. They have made their decision from now until the end of this age. I encourage everyone here to do everything in your power to see that this union remains solid, strong, happy, and prosperous.
Derek, do you take Candace as your wife, as your own flesh, to love her even as Christ loves the church, to protect her and care for her for the rest of your lives? Then turn to her and make this profession of faith. I, Derek, according to the word of God, leave my father and my mother, and I join myself to you to be a husband to you from this moment forward we shall be one Candace do you take Derek as your husband submitting yourself to him as unto the Lord showing reverence to him as the head of this union for the rest of your lives then turn to him and make this profession of your faith I Candace according to the word of God submit myself to you to be a wife to you from this moment forward we shall be one at this time of the ceremony, we would normally do rings. They've already received rings. They do not want to take those off. So we'll have them hold the ring hand. Derek, a ring is a very precious thing as you hold Candace's hand. It is a token of your faith and of your love. This ring is made out of precious metal. It is a never-ending circle that indicates the continuing love of God. It's a love that never fails, never presents itself haughty or puffed up. The love of God and the faith of God is what causes his power to move in your lives. I want you to wear these rings as a continual reminder of your faith, a continual reminder of the confession of faith that you've made to each other and to God. The word of God says, Above all, take the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. If anyone could break this marriage up, it would be Satan, so we give him no place. This marriage is forever. As you're holding her hand, I want you to repeat after me. I, Derek, take thee, Candace, to be my wedded wife, to have and to hold from this day forward, for better, for worse, for richer, for poor, in sickness and in health, to love and to cherish for the rest of our lives. It is a token of my love for you and a token of of my faith that I release now in Jesus' name. Now, Derek, a ring can mean two different things. It can be a never-ending sign of love, or it can be a shackle. I'm going to charge you with a memory you should always remember. Candace stands by your side, not under your feet. You have the responsibility of being the head of this union. You have a spiritual responsibility as well. And I want you to wear this ring in remembrance that she is your helpmate. It must never be a shackle of dominance but always a reminder of faith and love. And Candace, as you're holding Derek's ring finger, ring hand, I want you to place uh, these things with these things in mind. There is no place in the Word of God that gives people the right to dominate one another. Your vows have stated that you submit to one another in the responsibilities of this life, expecting God and His power to always make the difference. So as you're holding His hand, repeat after me. I, Candace, take thee, Derek, to be my wedded husband, to have and to hold from this day forward for better, for worse, for richer, for poor, in sickness and in health, to love and to cherish for the rest of our lives. I give this ring as a token of my faith and love for you. I believe with all of my heart that this is forever. It is my love and my faith in Jesus' name. 
At this time, Derek and Candace are going to assemble the Unity Cross. beautiful sculpture will be displayed in their home to remind them of the covenant they are about to make today, are they making today. In Genesis chapter 1, we read that God created man in his own image. That means that he created man bold, strong, and to be a leader and a protector of his wife and family. The outer form of this unity cross represents the strength and leadership and protection of the man. The book of Ephesians reminds us husbands to love their wives as Christ loved the church, totally and completely giving himself for her. At this time, Derek will place this into the base that it will stay in. As well, Genesis 2, 20-23 says, The woman was taken from the man. The bride's piece of the unity cross represents the beauty and many capabilities of the woman. Designed with intricate, beautiful detail and is placed inside the protection of the groom's cross, completing the sculpture and representing the two becoming one. Candace is going to place this inside the outer cross. To complete this sculpture, representing the couple's covenant, we're going to be placing three pegs to hold it together. These pegs represent the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, showing God's place in this covenant and the security and completeness that only our Heavenly Father can give. The Scriptures tells us that a three-stranded cord is not easily broken in Ecclesiastes 4 and 12. Matthew 19, 5 and 6 says, For this reason a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and two will become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has put together, let no one separate. At this time, Derek and Candace will take communion. Derek and Candace, both of you as believers, have received the communion table in the past. You know what it means, but I want you to, to remind you that we live under a covenant with God. This covenant was ratified by the shed blood of Jesus at Calvary. Now we see something new that has never existed before. When each of you were born again, you became new creature in Christ. The two of you together have become a new creature in Christ because you are now one. When you agree on things, they will come to pass. You have an awesome power at your disposal. You're going to notice a new rim of your life beginning because of a spiritual law that says one can put a thousand to flight, two can put ten thousand to flight. From this forward, day forward, your everyday life will be ten thousand times more powerful spiritually than ever before. It is important that in these first moments together that you honor the Lord, honor his table. Jesus said, this is my body. It is broken for you. Eat of it. You may take the bread.
His precious body bore your sicknesses and carried your diseases. The two of you together in the name of Jesus Christ have the God-given faith and the God-given power to ward off sickness, disease, and the storms of life and everything that hell would offer to any marriage. Through this broken body, you have received into your hands the awesome power of Almighty God. Jesus also said, this is my blood that ratifies the covenant. He said, drink of my blood as often as you drink it, do it in remembrance of me. As you drink today, I want you to remember what he has done for you. I want you to remember the covenant that he has made available to you, the power he has made yours. You may drink of the as a representative of Jesus Christ and before God Almighty and before all these witnesses, it is my honor and my privilege to pronounce you man and wife. And Derek, you may kiss your bride. I would like to read to you your blessing from Galatians chapter 3. It says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us so that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might be heirs of the promise of the Spirit. First Peter chapter 3 says, A man and his wife are heirs together of the grace of life. I want to read to you your blessing, your inheritance, so listen very carefully. According to Deuteronomy chapter 28, all these blessings will come on you and overtake you if you will hearken unto the voice of the Lord your God. Blessed shalt thou be in the city, and blessed shalt thou be in the field. Blessed shalt thou be the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of thy ground, and the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy kind, and the flocks of thy sheep. Blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. Blessed shalt thou be when thou comest in, and blessed shalt thou be when thou goest out. The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way, and flee before thee seven ways. The Lord shall command the blessing, this blessing upon thee in thy storehouses and in all that thou settest thy hand to do. And he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. And the Lord shall establish thee and holy people unto himself and as he has sworn unto thee if thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God and walk in his ways. And all people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord and they shall be afraid of thee. And the Lord shall make thee plentiful in goods, and in fruit of thy body, and the fruit of thy cattle, and the fruit of thy ground, and the fruit and the land which the, the Lord swear unto thy fathers to give thee. The Lord shall open up to thee his good treasure, the heaven to give the rain unto thy land in season, and to bless all the work of thine hand. And thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. And the Lord shall make thee the head, and not the tail. And thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt be, not be beneath. If thou shalt hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day to observe and to do them. Let us pray. Father, I thank you for Derek and Candace, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Your hand is upon them. We speak blessings upon them. This will be a marriage that people will look at and say, I want my marriage to be like that. 
So, Father, I thank you that they're giving their hearts to you and that you are the center of their home and the center of their marriage. In Jesus' name, we thank you and praise you. It's my honor, and let us all stand. It is my honor again to pronounce and introduce to you Mr. and Mrs. Derek McPherson. you to the reception next door. Please come over and help celebrate this awesome day in their lives. Thank you again. God bless you and have a safe trip home.